Hello and welcome to the Jumbo Package NFL Podcast. I'm Sonny Giuliano and joining me, my co-host on this new podcast venture, Paul Clark. Paulie, time for uh, the division that your team, the Oakland soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders, resides. Absolutely. AFC West, baby. Home of the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> that, was a, that was a pretty good Berman impression. <laughs> the the question is, and if you're if you're listening, um, if you're listening at home and you want to listen to all these division preview podcasts that we'll be posting over the next four days, hopefully you already listened to our AFC East division preview. The question is, are we going to get either a Barack Obama or American Dream Dusty Rhodes impression? Well, I mean, that's just something that you're going to have to tune in to find out. Oh, that, that is hear, one heck of a way. Yeah. I mean, if you want to hear former President Barack Obama on our podcast, you never know when he's going to be on. I mean, when he just calls in and said he wants to be on, we got to let him on. So he, he's popped in before. Yeah. He, I, I, don't, I don't know if he's as frequent as the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, but – no. And uh, Dusty, you know, somehow manages to join our podcast once in a while. It's, it's amazing, well, but... Not not to be morbid, but ha- has... And this is going to sound awful. Have you done the Dusty Rhodes impression since he passed away? Oh, yeah. On the podcast? Yes. Oh, you must have. Yeah, yeah. That, you must have at least once last year. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we are getting sidetracked. We went long on our AFC's podcast. We wanted to to do this like twenty to thirty minute episodes. We should have known better. We historically go very long on podcasts. We have a lot to say, and it turns out we're not trained for radio or podcasts, so we don't know how to keep things brief. But we do have a lot of insight. So if you're here and you're listening. Buckle up to enjoy the show. We have a lot to, to bring to the table. If you have a commute to work, I suggest listening to our podcast. That's what I do when I'm driving to work or driving my girlfriend. That's what you do. Who listens to the radio nowadays? Um, so you know what we got to do? Let's get to the business. Let's get to business. The one big question for the AFC West. Paulie, lead the way. Can John Gruden lead the Oakland Raiders back to the Super Bowl? Well, technically, Gruden never led the Oakland Raiders to the Super Bowl. No, no, no. I'm just saying, can he lead them back to the Super Bowl? Ah, gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, I don't are, – are we answering the one big question or are we just letting it sit there? We no, never really decided that. Yeah, I mean, we really haven't decided that. But, I mean, you can answer it if you want to. Unless you're going to say no, then you can't answer it. All right, I'm going to choose not to answer. <laughs> <laughs> instead, instead, I'll ask my one big question. Assuming someone isn't high on the Chargers, is this the most wide-open division in football? You have 
Well, let me continue my point, and then I'll let you answer. You have the Broncos, who won the division and the Super Bowl in 2015. You have the Raiders, who won the division in 2016. The Chiefs won the division last year. And despite all of this, the Chargers have gained steam as the, the pick du jour of the AFC West. Um, I believe that you and I are both relatively high on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I know I am. But assuming one isn't, is this division completely wide open? Paulie, the floor is yours. It, it is a wide open division. I I think... I, I honestly, I know I'm a Raiders fan. I don't mean to sound like a homer. I honestly think the Raiders and Chargers rosters are better than the Chiefs and the Broncos. I I think Carr and Rivers are just I, – I just trust them way more than I would trust the Patrick Mahomes and the Case team. Fair. That's definitely fair. Um, drastic improvements to their defensive secondary, linebacker position, and head coach, and got rid of a very bad seed in their locker room who was Michael Crabtree. So I, I think that's my expectation this year. I really do. I could tell. Um, I I kind of uh, I, I agree with most of what you said. Um, and I will get into what I disagree with in a minute, but let's first make our selections for best coach. Um, my, my number two big question is, are you going to pick John Gruden as the best coach in the AFC West? Absolutely. I don't even think it's close. Okay. <laughs> who's, a better, who's a better coach in that division than John Gruden? Not Vance Joseph, not Andy Reid. And oh, not- well. Well, I, I, I am I'm I'm disagreeing with you. My pick is Andy Reid. Um, fifty three and seven as a Chiefs head coach. Made the playoffs in four out of five years. Chiefs are the only the the only team in the AFC West with a winning record in each of the last five seasons. And my final point, not to mention, Andy Reid's coaching tree has had a pretty decent amount of success in job interest recently. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. Ron Rivera coached under Andy Reid. Matt Nagy is the head coach of the Chicago Bears. Pat Shermer is the head coach of the New York Giants. All coached under Andy Reid. I think that I think we've gotten to the point where we've underrated Andy Reid. How about that? About that, <laughs> I watched that episode yesterday. Actually, great episode! Uh, great episode of The Sopranos. Yeah. Yes. He, okay. Here, here would be here would be my my strongest counterpoint to you picking Gruden. I need to see that he is prepared to coach in 2018, and not stuck in 2006. And I think that's a very fair. I think that's a very fair gripe to have. Let's imagine that Bill Cower all of a sudden was going to be the head coach. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Stop right there, mister. 
John Gruden basically coaches, has been coaching quarterbacks every year when he does his draft academy. Correct? Yeah, uh, yes, continue. Okay. On the road with Monday Night Football, every week. See stuff, I think that's totally different than Bill Cowher sitting in the studio. Gruden, you could tell John Gruden eats, sleeps, breathes football. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, 100%. The guy loves football. Not disagreeing with you there. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, and the floor is mine? Yes. Okay, here's what worries me. He made references to wanting to play football like the 1990s, bring it back to the 90s or something along those lines. Football's changed a lot in just the last five years. And, look, I, 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 for the record, I'm playing devil's advocate. I would be willing – I would be more willing to bet that Gruden will be a success in Oakland than a failure. I just think that there is reason to be a little hesitant before saying that after a 10-year break from coaching, he's going to – walk back into the NFL and be the best coach in the division. I mean, his last few years in, in Tampa weren't great. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you have that same concern about your Uncle Joe? That's unfair. <laughs> that That's unfair that you, that you play that card. Okay. What's that? Okay. Yeah, okay. Ready? I'm ready to make a counter argument to that. Okay. Our uncle Joe. Our uncle Joe was the best football coach in Genesee region <laughs> history. John Gruden was not the best football coach in NFL history. How about that? How about that? <laughs> you 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 really fucked up on that one. I got to tell. I you. really what? I said, I said you went from you went from back in the corner to the ultimate compliment. So I got a two shit. Oh, well, you got you got me there. Who's better than Hunk? No, don't no. worry, I'll wait. <laughs> Not, uh, you're gonna be waiting a while because nobody. I, I, he's the man, no doubt about he it. He's the man, without a doubt. Um, all right. So the best coach up in the air. I I say Andy Reid. <laughs> I think he's underrated, um, and I want to. I want to see eight games from Gruden before I say he's the best coach in the division. Uh, best if, Andy, if Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl this year, will you grow a mustache like his? <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. This year, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, I'll. I'll I'll sh- I'll shave the rest of my beard, and and just rock the mustache. That'll be awesome. Best offensive player. We we have some. We have quite a a, a a better list to choose from in the AFC West than we did the AFC East, and that goes for defensive player too. Yes. 
Um, offensive, offensive player, where are, you, where are you going? I have a tie. I actually have a tie, too. That's weird. I have a tie between Derek Carr and Philip Rivers. Hmm. That's not where I went, but I, I have both of those two in my honorable mention. Um, for the record, we, we talked about doing one prop bet. Uh, to to bring up for listeners, Philip Rivers is twenty five to one to win MVP right now. That's that. That's tasty. Yeah. If you like the Chargers, that, that that's a really that's an interesting. Yes, it is. That's an interesting wager to to ponder. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm there with you. I had them both as as uh, honorable mention. Um, Rivers just year to year so good. Twelve straight years without missing a game. He had uh, four thousand five hundred yards last year. Twenty eight touchdowns. Um, just really solid. And Carr was, you know, he didn't have a great year last year, and everyone thought he would. Um, but he's, all, he's only 27 years old. He's only one year removed from a 12 and three record and 3,900 yards and a 28 to six touchdown to interception ratio. He, he's, I, I don't think he's the guy that he was last year. And I'm kind of surprised that people are kind of out on him. And it seems like there's a lot of like anti Derek Carbus, which I, I find really weird. I think he's going to shine for Gruden. Um, my my picks, uh, and maybe this is a cop-out answer, I want a three-way tie, actually, between the three guys in Kansas City, uh, Kareem Hunt, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey. I just think... Those three guys, it might be the best trio of weapons that any team in the league has. Um, last year, they combined for 211 catches, over 2,600 receiving yards. Um, Kareem Hunt had an unbelievable rookie year running the ball, 1,300 rushing yards, and 26 total touchdowns. Um, there really wasn't another guy to speak of in their offense, and and, you know, Alex Smith has been a guy known to have his limitations at quarterback, and they those three kind of turned him into, at least last year, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Um, so those three are my picks, and, it, and those are the, the three guys that, if you think Mahomes is going to be good at all next year, maybe there isn't a drop-off for the Chiefs. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just I just can't see Mahomes. I mean, I just can't see Mahomes being as consistent as Alex Smith was. No, and and I think I think the Chiefs, as an organization, knew that. I think they probably just evaluated Mahomes the guy with a higher upside. Yeah, absolutely. And they probably figured they were going to get more for Alex Smith after last season. Than if they, it's better to get rid of them a year early than a year late. Mm-hmm. 
And they actually got a pretty good haul for him, which we'll get to when we talk about division newcomer. Um, the only other guy I had on my honorable mention was Keenan Allen. Um, he he only played in nine games in 2015 and 2016, but he played all 16 last year, and he was fourth in catches and third in receiving yards. The guy is a stud when he's healthy. Yeah. I I have to say it. I know I'm just talking about Raiders here, but I, I think Amari can have a big year. I really do. <laughs> I mean, I love the Raiders. I'm, I'm just going to tell you. I, I know you do. I, I could tell. I, I really could. I, I can't I, wait for the. I can't wait for the portion of the podcast when you tell me that Jared Cook is like the, the key to unlocking everything in the Raiders' offense. No, no, but he's a good tight end. <laughs> He is a a good tight end. He is a good tight end. I looked at their depth chart, and I just picked the one random guy that I I saw. No, he is a good tight end. He's a legit starting tight end in the league. Um, What about defensive player? I I know where you're going with this. Um, I'm not. not. Really? No. No, as much as I want to, I went with Von Miller. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went with Von Miller. Um, I love Khalil Mack, but he's got to get his ass into camp, do the right thing. And uh, I'm a cool Von Miller. They say say he can't even practice full speed because he's so disruptive in practice. I don't know if the Broncos tackles are that bad or he's that good. So I guess we're going to find out, but. He's a great player, and I think the addition of Bradley Chubb is going to be huge. I think, um, I, I just think there's a, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could go in this. I, I think San Diego has got a couple really good ends, and Boza, and um, help me out Ingram. Here. Melvin Ingram, Melvin Ingram, yeah. I mean, very disruptive. Both guys on the edge, and uh, but Von Miller is just. He's really good. So, you know, I can't forget about Justin Houston in Kansas City, too. He's also really good. But I went with Von Miller. So, two things. One, you didn't – and all the guys you mentioned, you didn't mention my pick, so I'm very happy. Two, um, as I plugged on the ASC's podcast, Pro Football Focus, if you're a football fan, you need to check out Pro Football Focus. Um the, such good content. They rank like every player at every position, every position group. It is so much fun to read if you're a football fan. Really, the, I should be, they should be our sponsor. I should be getting paid for how much I'm going to be plugging pro football focus. But uh, they rank all the edge rushers in the league. Um, Von Miller was number two. Khalil Mack, number six. Joey Bosa, number seven. Melvin Ingram, number nine. So four of the top ten edge rushers in the league are in the AFC West. Those four combined over the last two years have 86 and a half sacks. Um, so it, it, it's just a nightmare for quarterbacks in that division. Um, and, and adding Bradley Chubb to the mix, who, who should be excellent, is only going to make it worse. But I actually I went defensive back for my pick for best defensive player. I went with Casey Hayward. Um, he 
Yeah, he was the number one rated cornerback on Pro Football Focus, and he actually had their second highest cornerback grade ever behind Darrell Revis in 2009. Yeah, yeah, he was phenomenal last year. He was fantastic last yeah. year. Um, and he is dealing with a hamstring injury now, uh, which if you track the, the history of the Chargers and injuries, like that, that shouldn't be much of a surprise that they're already banged up. They already lost Justin Verrett and, and Hunter Henry, like, just a mess there. Um, but, yeah, I decided to be different. I went with Hayward, but really you couldn't go wrong with, with Von Miller, Khalil Mack, and a little bit behind those two guys, Bosa and Ingram. They, they, they at least deserve honorable mention. Uh, best division newcomer. Best division newcomer, I went with Tahir Whitehead. <laughs> a rare? Yeah. Wow, wow. 110 tackles last year for the Lions. One sack, one pick. He's going to be holding it down in the middle for Oakland this year, and he's going to be a major impact. The guy is real good. He's a tackling machine. I I had him on my honorable mention. That that was a good pickup. And like you said, they made a couple solid pickups defensively, and even – I actually, truth be told, I thought you were going to go with Jordy Nelson. He's on my list. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And so is Mark um, <laughs> um, I went with Kendall Fuller, and I, I kind of alluded this before when we were talking about Alex Smith. That was the, the piece they got back in that trade with Washington. Um, Fuller had the second-best passer rating allowed. Well, in man coverage last year, 24.7 passer rating on attempts thrown at Fuller in man coverage. Uh, That's lockdown. And if you're losing Marcus Peters, replacing him with Kendall Fuller, not a bad place to go. Um, So I I went with Fuller. I like the Chiefs signing Sammy Watkins. I was surprised that he didn't find a good fit with the Rams last year, but it feels like like he could find a, a nice niche as the third option behind Hill and Kelsey with the I Chiefs. Kind of feel, I kind of feel like you're wearing a Chiefs shirt right now. Listen, listen, you, you, you must remember from last year I was very high on the Chiefs. I, my, I, my, feel, I kind of feel like right now you're sitting there with the Chiefs hat and – uh, twirling your mustache, and uh, <laughs> I, I think you're wearing a t-shirt right now. I'm going to tell your dad you, you're a Chiefs fan. I think hey, you left the bear. Listen, listen. Where where did my my favorite team's current head coach just come from? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. I have an appreciation for what he did with their with their offense. And truth be told, I'm wearing red gym shorts right now. So you're not. You're not too far off. Try doing the tomahawk chop in your bedroom. <laughs> oh man, um, best rookie. I went with Derwin James. Um, I, I had him in shove as a tie. Go ahead. I uh, I think this guy's. I just think he's an NFL player. I think he's 
He, he's been ready for the NFL for a few years at Florida State. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I'm not a fan of Florida State, this guy's a real deal. And uh, I think I think so help San Diego's defense a lot. That secondary, he'll be tough. San Diego's got a really good defense. They really do. Does Los Angeles have a really good defense? Yes, the Rams and the Chargers, both. Okay, you said San Diego, so I wasn't sure. I, I, I know I did wise guy. You're a real Weisenheimer today. <laughs> Got to keep it lively. Um, but, yeah, I, I like I said, I had Chubb and, and Derwin James as a tie co-picks for best rookie. Carrying Chubb with Von Miller and Derwin James with, with Casey Hayward, those are the sort of franchise-altering picks outside of picking a quarterback that they could just completely change the trajectory of where your team is going. Um, if both of those two pan out, these will be really good defenses for a long time, in all likelihood. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um. Let's let's go to hot seat watch. Um, on my hot seat, I have a combination of Vance Joseph and John Elway. I feel like this is a big year oh. for them. Um, Elway's drafts have been very very subpar lately. I feel like Chubb has to have a good year. I feel like Denver has to at least be in the hunt. I mean, since they won the Super Bowl. It hasn't really been great in Denver, so I think this is a big year for them. You know, I thought about that. I thought about those two. Um, Vance Joseph only going into his second year, I thought maybe he gets more than than two years. And I, I just figure with Elway, I mean, he's Bronco royalty. I didn't know if he would ever be on the hot seat. I thought that might be one of those kind of things where he was just like grandfathered into a position because he won two Super Bowls there. Um, but I, I'm staying in Denver, and you, you messaged me about this the other night. I think Case Keenum, even though he he's recently signed, there's a little bit of Chad Kelly buzz. Ed Kelly's legit, man. You, you, you surprised me a little bit when you, you hit me with that the other night when I was out at the bar. Um, but but there there's definitely some buzzy. He was getting first-team reps. Um, I think if the Broncos don't get off to a, to a nice start, I think we might see a switch. Very good possibility. I, I, you are pro Chad Kelly. You, you like him more than Case Keenum. I do. Not a big Case Keenum fan. I, as a Raiders fan, I hope Case Keenum stays in there because I think they have a bigger upside with Chad Kelly playing. The, the whole the, the Keenum season last year was really fascinating because by all the metrics, he was really, really good. Um, I just have a hard time figuring out how much of that was scheme, how much of that was having Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, um, and and how much of it was was having a elite defense, which 
I, I, you know, depending on how high you are on the Broncos defense, maybe he's close to having that in Denver. Um, but there, there are a lot of people who really, really like Chase Keenum. Um, I think I kind of, I, I think, no, I, I know you are. And I, I think that I probably am somewhere in the middle. Um, only because I know this. I, I was watching Mitch Trubisky's first start at quarterback on Monday Night Football. The Bears were playing the Vikings, and Sam Bradford was quarterbacking the Vikings, and they were awful. That was an, a really bad offense. And all I was hoping was that the, the Vikings would not put Case Keenum in. And they did. And they, and they did, and the Vikings won. So I think I think Case Keenum can be an average quarterback on a good team, but I don't think he's a guy who has a, a tremendously high upside. Correct. So look for Chad Kelly. Um I guess the last thing that we, we have left is division records. I went first last time, so you could go first this time. Okay. All right. I will I will start at the bottom of the division and work my way up. At six and ten I have the Denver Broncos. At eight and eight I have the Oakland Raiders. At nine and seven, I have the Kansas City Chiefs, and at eleven and five, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. So, if you are in Vegas, that is a push for the Raiders, over for the Chargers, over for the Chiefs, and under for the Broncos. Okay. I'm, I will also start at the bottom. I have Denver at 5-11. and 11, Okay. Which is Kansas City at 8-8, eight and eight, which is also under. Mm-hmm. The Chargers at 10-6, and six, which is over. And the Raiders at 12-4, and four, which is over. Wow. Wow, you are all in on the Raiders. Well, I love it. This. Like, but they do, I love it. I love it. I'm confident in the quarterback, and I'm confident in my coach, and I feel a lot better about the defense. I love it. I hope you're right. I, I, you know, as long as, as long as they're not playing the Bears, I'll root for your Raiders. That's fine. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I still, I still don't think, I still don't think John Gruden's the best coach in the division, though. I know you don't. You, you got an Andy Reid doll at home. I can't help that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that wraps up the AFC West. Paulie, do you have anything else to to add? Any other Raiders signings that you that you want to gush about for a second? Yes, they did sign Dominic Rogers Cromarty yesterday. He was also in the running for top newcomer in this division. <laughs> So go twirl your mustache and look in your mirror at your Kansas City Chiefs shirt. And 
I'm gonna root for the Raiders. You root for the Raiders. You you, you do that. Um, all right, yeah, that that's that wraps up the AFC West episode. Um, hopefully, you already listened to our AFC East episode, which was a little longer than this one. We we went a little long. Um, our original estimate was twenty to thirty minutes. That will not happen. Um, count on thirty to forty. Hopefully, you have a longer commute on your way to or from work. Um, or if you're at the gym, if you're on the elliptical or something, you want to listen to two guys talk about NFL, take a listen. Give us a give us a follow on Twitter at Jumbo Package NFL, and uh, be sure to come back to Hardwood and Hollywood tomorrow. We will have the AFC South and the AFC North coming your way tomorrow. Paulie, the final word. One place I will never listen to our podcast is on an elliptical. We'll talk talk to you soon. And that's why we are called the Jumbo Package. (laughs) 